Hello, Zimbabwe, and welcome to Live Talk. We are coming to you live from Studio 7 at the Voice of America in Washington. I am your host, Tabokan Nguben. Tonight, we are discussing the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations, AFCON, which kicks off in Ivory Coast tomorrow. 24 African nations in six groups will battle it out for the cup. But first, residents of the cultural capital, Abidjan, are getting ready to host the 34th edition of the Africa Cup of Nations soccer tournament in Ivory Coast. Alice Rizzo has more. Days before the start of this year's Africa Cup of Nations in Ivory Coast, residents of the cultural capital Abidjan are eagerly preparing to host the 34th edition of the continent's largest soccer championship. It's a great event for our country. We've been waiting for it for a long time, and now it's here. We're going to live it with a lot of joy so that the African Cup of Nations is good for the Ivory Coast team and so that the cup really stays here. As entrepreneurs organize to enhance this year's event, the city has been spruced up. In Abidjan's upscale golf district, a musical fountain and a water screen called Abidjan Laguna Show have been set up on the lagoon. Karim Ouattara is a project's organizer. It's a networking and meeting place that will also enable all the visitors to the Ivory Coast to arrive to discover not only the culture of the Ivory Coast, but also African culture, Ivorian cooking, African cooking and the friendliness and hospitality of the Ivory Coast. Local entrepreneur Arthur Bella Ngessen has designed a special jersey printed with the tournament slogan. Ivory Coast is a welcoming land. It's in our culture. It's in our anthem that people come. The shirt itself tells you aquaba. That means to feel at home. But we want the cup to stay with us. The Africa Cup of Nations kicks off on Saturday as host Ivory Coast take on Guinea-Bissau in Abidjan. The rest of the tournament will take place in five different cities across the coastal West African nation and run through to February 11th. David Doyle of Reuters also brings you some of the states behind the top continental soccer tournament. From the fastest goal to the most wins, this is the Africa Cup of Nations in numbers. 24 teams are competing in what is the 34th edition of the soccer tournament. This year it's hosted by Ivory Coast, and that could be an advantage. Of the past 33 tournaments, exactly a third have been won by the tournament hosts. For the Ivorians, it's the second time that football's come home, but the host with the most? That's Egypt. They've hosted four times and the Pharaohs have also lifted the AFCON trophy a whopping seven times. Of course, to win, you need to score. Enter Samuel Eto'o. He holds the record for the most AFCON tournament goals. That's 18 between 2000 and 2010. As for the fastest goal, 23 seconds. That was Egypt's Ayman Mansour playing against Gabon in 1994. But Ivorians may be hoping to channel the late striker Laurent Poku. His five goals in a 6-1 drubbing of Ethiopia in 1970 remains the most scored by a player in a single AFCON match. 
Indeed, this year's match ball is called Poku in his honour. For this year's tournament, Ivory Coast has built four new stadia and renovated two in major cities. That's with an investment, it says, of more than $1 billion. AFCON runs from January the 13th to February the 11th. Coaches, sports fans, commentators, former players in Zimbabwe had this to say about the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations Games. And these are the predictions for the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations Games by these coaches. I don't support any team, but I'm a follower of Algeria, Cameroon, and Senegal. Those are my favorite team after this 2024. Uh, the reason is, is for now, those are the powerhouses in Africa, considering the type of players that they have and the type of Zambia. <laughs> South Africa. I do not uh, count out uh, uh, Egypt, I do even the uh, holders Senegal. They are still potent, they are still effective on the field of play. Uh, there is still Egypt out there, there is still Algeria. They are all, the big guns are gunning for it. So it's, on, it's not only Cote d'Ivoire who are um, the favorites because of the top men, we have also other big guns gunning for the big one. And remember, we're in Africa, and uh, it's uh, in Cote d'Ivoire. And naturally, supporters from the respective countries will flock uh, Cote d'Ivoire, and it's, uh, uh, it's going to be good for their hospitality industry. Thank you there uh, for the views that came from Zimbabwe. Please stay tuned as we take a brief break. In times of change... When the world seems uncertain, and what we hear doesn't reflect what we see, we seek the truth. When we are told only part of the story, we lose trust. 
in moments of crisis, our dreams, hopes, and wishes for a better tomorrow depend on a free press. At Voice of America, we bring you the stories that people take risks to see. We connect the world and unite it with truth. At Voice of America, we show you the whole picture. For those that have just joined us, we are streaming live on our Facebook pages, VOA Shona, VOA Studio 7, and VOA Ndebelem. We are also live on YouTube, VOA Zimbabwe. Tonight we are discussing the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations, which kicks off in Ivory Coast tomorrow. 24 African nations in six groups will battle it out for the coveted cup. To discuss this in depth, we are joined by independent sports commentators Brian Msekiwa and Muzuetu Hadebe, as well as former Warriors coach Charles Mklauri. Welcome to Live Talk, gentlemen. Welcome. Trevor. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, we'll just dive into it. Um, exciting times here. Um, Msekiwa, what's your take uh, looking at the groups that are there? Which one do you think is going to be the most exciting group uh, for the AFCON 2023? Uh, I would say um, things have, have changed. Um, the, the, things have changed in terms of football these days. I want to say I don't want to say there's going to be a weaker group or a strong group. All groups are equally good, and uh, for them to qualify for the tournament. It, it says a lot about the teams. So I'll be watching all groups. And um, as you know, a lot of uh, African countries have a lot of players who are now playing in Europe. So anything can happen. It's about coaches' um, tactical application to the game and also about how players are prepared for the game. But as far as the game tomorrow, uh, between... Um, uh, uh, Ivory Coast and Guinea. Uh, I'm favoring uh, Ivory Coast uh, based on the fact that they are the worst country. They, it's also a bigger nation in terms of football. They have experience. They did well the last time um, uh, when they played in the in the Nations Cup and also in the World Cup. So I would, I would favor them uh, to win uh, the groups uh, the group stage. Thank you. Um... Mshauri, coming to you, um, what's your take on this? Uh, which uh, team will you be rallying for tomorrow? Oh, no, thank you so much for, for having me in your program. I think uh, every Africa Cup of uh, Nations is a big platform, right? And uh, it comes back to certain basics. I, uh, for me, I think I'll say it's all about tactical discipline and uh, any team that is going to make the most mistakes and uh, lose their discipline in terms of their organization, that would be a big um, game changer. So as Africans, normally we struggle because all our players are scattered all over the country, uh, all over the world, sorry. And you find that all these uh, big nations that we talk about, when they come in as a unit, normally they will struggle because they have players coming from France, England, you name it, every other country. So that's was a very big uh, challenge for all coaches um, coaching these African teams because these players are not normally together for a long time. So 
like I'm, I'm saying, it comes back to whether they can model them into one tactical, tactically disciplined unit. So at this point, I think uh, that will be, for me, the biggest game changer in this tournament. Let's see which team has the discipline to defend together and last the entire 90 minutes without cracking up. So if I were to put my money on any team, I think um, I'll put it on the same old uh, maybe uh Criminals like Senegal, Cameroon, and of course, um, Cote d'Ivoire, who are the home team, they may have um, a slight advantage there because of the weather conditions. Thank you. Um, Hadebe, uh, what's your take? Um, we are seeing uh, tomorrow there is uh, a big game there, uh, Ivory Coast, and um, we are looking forward to watching the first match. What's your take? Which team will you be rallying for? And um, also, Mshauri um, mentioned uh, the issue on uh, international players. Do you think that will be a big factor when it comes to these games? Yeah, firstly, I think um, uh, every opening match of uh, AFCON is always an exciting uh, uh, match because uh, it tends to uh, kind of uh, show us what we can expect from the tournament especially from uh, the, the horse. Uh, we always expect the horse to move into the next stage of the competition uh, just for the excitement, especially from the fans. So that on its own uh, creates lots of uh, excitement, uh, especially for, for Group A. Uh, obviously, Ivory Coast, as the horse, they will need to win this tie. Uh, it's a tricky group because it also has Nigeria as well as uh, Equatorial Guinea alongside Guinea-Bissau. Uh, so it's important that they win. Remember, from each of uh, the six groups, uh, two teams are going to automatically qualify, and then there is also going to be uh, four teams uh, that will finish uh, as uh, as third best teams uh, to sail uh, through. But I'm sure they would want to sail through uh, as the group winner. So I will uh, uh, put my money on Ivory Coast to win that particular tie and also maybe uh, for them in Nigeria to sail through from this group. But let's not uh, rule out uh, the likes of uh, Equatorial Guinea. Uh, that element that Saudi uh, um, was talking about, uh, at times it's about how uh, the players can, um, can combine and uh, form uh, a, a strong team. So all the groups really exciting. Uh, if you want to look at Group B, there is Egypt, Ghana also, um, perhaps the favorites. If you want to look at Group C, it becomes tricky because there is Senegal and Cameroon. Uh, group D, you are looking at uh, Algeria uh, and the Burkina Faso, perhaps as the favorites, but don't rule out Angola. And then Group E, uh, perhaps interesting because uh, that's where there is South Africa also, uh, but they are, they'll be playing alongside Tunisia, Mali, and Namibia. But Group F, quite interesting, where there is also another Southern African country in the form of uh, Zambia, but there is also Morocco, and we also what Morocco did at the last World Cup. So quite uh, an interesting uh, uh, tournament, and uh, I tend to agree with Charles and say that uh, the team that can come up with the best combination uh, can actually go on to win uh, uh, this tie. We saw when Zambia uh, last won the Nations Cup, uh, they had uh, most of the players coming from their local league. So there was that continuity which made it easy uh, for them when they went to the Nations Cup. Whereas uh, the other uh, teams which have got um, uh, so many stars, uh, those stars at times, now I'm not saying always, at times tend to play individual football as compared to team football. 
Thank you there. Um, Msekiwa, you had uh, had mentioned there uh, the issue about um, Zambia, where the last time most of their players were local players. Uh, seeing that AFCON is a big platform for a lot of players and uh, for football in Africa, do you think uh, this can also be an opportunity for other players to uh, find some uh, signings from outside Africa? Yes, it's very important for young players, upcoming young players, to to take advantage of these type of tournaments to showcase their skills. And uh, most of the international scouts would be in attendance to uh, watching or um, trying to scout uh, potential players. So it's very important for them to try to put their level best to perform well so that they'll be selected to play in Europe. And um, Zambia, it's a powers football. And I like Zambia because uh, in terms of even grassroots, it's a, it's a country that has... Um, that that is good players, uh, and they develop they develop their players from grassroots level. So I want to wish all the those upcoming young youngsters to to do well, so that they will be able to be bought or be taken by the big clubs in Europe. Thank you. There, um, looking at uh, most uh, Zimbabweans uh, that um, we've uh, talked to um, on uh, Studio Seven. Uh, will be following uh, this game and uh, these games, and um, some of them are really focusing on uh, countries from <laughs> Southern Africa. Hadebe, uh, looking at Southern Africa, which teams uh, do you think we should be excited about uh, in these games? Uh, I think uh, we should have um, been talking about um, the the Warriors. Unfortunately, uh, they are not uh, here. Perhaps later on, uh, the former uh, Warriors coach, uh, uh, Charles Mclaurin will uh, uh, tell us exactly where we are missing it. Uh, we should be participating in this tournament. But of course, in terms of this particular qualification, we're not going to make it because we're already suspended uh, by, by, um, by, by FIFA. So it's always nice for us to take part in uh, these uh, tournaments. Uh, when you look at where South Africa are housed, there is uh, Tunisia, Mali, as well as Namibia. So a bit of an unfair group uh, in as far as Southern Africa is concerned because they are looking at uh, two teams that perhaps will be cheering that are in the same group. And already there is Tunisia and Mali. So that makes that group uh, very difficult. It's a tricky situation for Bafana Bafana. And I think they've not also been very consistent in terms of their play. So that makes it uh, uh, very uh, uh, difficult. But maybe they might try to squeeze in and uh, pick maximum points, especially against Namibia, uh, try to force a draws and uh, hope to get a third uh, uh, best finish. So it's quite tricky if you look at that group for South Africa and Namibia. And then when you look at Group F, uh, there is Morocco. We already know what Morocco uh, can uh, can do, and they are the favorites for this group. And then again, there is Diara Congo and Zambia, two of the teams that we could have been uh, cheering on. Uh, but very tricky again for, for Zambia uh, in this particular uh, group. But from what we have seen, Zambia can always surprise Diara Congo and Tanzania and fancy their chances of um, even finishing second uh, to Morocco there. So that's a fair group 
think, if one might say, in terms of uh, 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 Zambia. Uh, so I've just looked at um, uh, those, but there is also Group B, where there is Mozambique. They are in a in a tricky group because already there is Egypt, Ghana in that particular group, which makes it very difficult uh, for Mozambique. Uh, their only option is Cape Verde, but Cape Verde in uh, this tournament have always surprised um, uh, many people. And um, Group D, that's where there is Angola. But alongside there is Algeria. Algeria are the favorites. And uh, Angola might want to uh, squeeze one or two points against Burkina Faso and um, Mauritania. They will believe that um, uh, they can get something. But Burkina Faso always uh, unpredictable. It's a team uh, that you can beat, but uh, they are always unpredictable. I, I think we did uh, uh, play a number of times against them as a Zimbabwe, and they will always give us um, a, a, a hard time. So another tricky group for uh, for Angola there. So not very easy uh, for, for, for Southern African countries. Uh, and uh, my best bet perhaps will be uh, Zambia uh, to really have uh, a good chance, especially if they can get maximum points against the DRC as well as against the, uh, Tanzania. But a bit tricky for the likes of Angola, South Africa, Namibia, Mozambique. I think the groups are a little bit tight for them there. Thank you. Um, we have a caller. Hello, uh, Moyo. Eh, magadiko mukoma mukoma taboka ngove koko tanga kutawa nemi motora na baba Moyo. Tino fara mapina mchirongwa baba Moyo. Chicha makatari sira eh, pa Afcon 2023. Ndeipi timu ya mwenye mchimanya na yapa. Arigendi chauri nuko manya ndi bati magrupu ose. E, Tarifuredu pa afu kwenye utangama mwana kumoroko. Tinoona magemo awa. Aitamugani nzire ya kamila soti katika pa grupu A. E, Ndiona Ivory Coast Nigeria shibudira. Tinda pa grupu B. Ndiona iji kini gana shibudira. Pa grupu C. Senegal ni kame shibudira. Tinda pa grupu e, D. E, Audiria ni begina paso. E, grupu C. Tinotenda wamoyo tichazo utaura shekari karatashika kuma finals e, Tuna oti prediction ya maita ere yaka miramushere e, Tuna oti ndia ipi inotora mkombe Tinotenda e, sivu ya kuwe baba mshauri 
Sikesezo alapana u hatewe ekuluma ngoguti hai. Sizafunu uguti sizuisi suguti izimbapo yona. Ngabe ibikona huinevi ngagwenza ganyolo guti silatlega ngapilapana. And uh, while we are there, uh, can you also uh, tell us which team you are looking forward to have as uh, the one that is going to lift the, Af the AFCON 2023 Cup? Uh, well, Mina, I think it's said that you know, Zimbabwe is not in this particular tournament, so obviously my wish is that now Zimbabwe is not be that as it may, I think Usniga Lati to Aruti Slung into the two that participate in this tournament. Utis Latigang Api as on to Enzima, Gusovala, right? Uti Mabona Serut Ali Asila even Ama infrastructures, Ama City, Ama Wula, and we need to keep improving Ama Junior Development projects with the Lati Sibe at that level. So it's just uh, maybe leadership. And um, on, on that note, leadership one, coaches it. Coach education, we need to educate more coaches. And then uh, the industry has to function as well, as the TV supporter, all these other sporting activities. So it's hard with city. My infrastructure. So we can so we can cool it. Before maybe 1990, going backwards, that's stadiums all over. I up to standard right at that time. Right now, the national team is actually there. It's a woman's match. We think so. We're gonna. We're gonna see this last year. Happy. We're gonna have stadiums. We're gonna have to be as a country. Then it's. I'm gonna respond to this last year. Happy. We will see that. We're our structures that support development right now. So for me, it's back to basics. Funa amalitas, people are experienced, who can lead the country. Funa industry to support sport development in the country. So there's a lot of areas. Not not only one area. Not like that. For now, kinds of things are going to be going to right now. I see. I'm going to be talking about Muriwamsekiwa. Looking at how big this tournament is. And um, looking at that, uh, we in the past we had 18 countries uh, participating, but this year we are getting to 24 countries. Do you think uh, this is a stage that is set to really improve uh, soccer in South Africa and um, uh, increase participation of uh, African countries in the World Cup? Yes, it's. I, I think I like I like that idea of uh, increasing the teams. Uh, it gives. Um, chances to more countries to be able to participate in this tournament and the more countries uh, if we have more countries uh, more players are going to be exposed to the international world and um, more unknown countries or those countries which are not traditionally uh, big in, in, in soccer would be able to uh, you know uh, showcase their their talent in their respective countries and 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 be able to to have a few players to be able to be sold uh, in the in the or be bought by by European European players. I think I think the number the, the, the more they increase the number, the better for 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 the countries, the better for the players, and also for for us to to be able to to know what other countries have in terms of uh, soccer. 
Thank you. Um, Hajebe, as we conclude, um, looking at the finals, which two teams uh, do you think um, are going to make it to the finals? Uh, I think it's uh, very difficult at this stage uh, to say which teams are going to make it to the finals. Uh, but I think uh, the Ivory Coast, as the worst, they would want to uh, reach the, the final. Um, for, uh, for Egypt, yeah, they've always been uh, the traditional winners, uh, uh, record winners. And uh, you're looking at uh, their captain, um, Liverpool striker Mo Salam, uh, missing out uh, on um, uh, 2017 as well as the last uh, Nations uh, Cup. So I think uh, you would um, want to, to win it. But you're also looking at um, Mane and Senegal. They would want to, to retain it. So the offensive, their chances of also uh, making it to, to the final. And of course, uh, Algeria, they are past winners uh, and uh, they still have a say in this. But let's not also rule out uh, uh, Morocco, who did well at uh, uh, the World Cup. So I wouldn't uh, want to pin out uh, two specific teams, but I think uh, teams that really would want to fancy their chances are the likes of Ivory Coast, Thank Egypt, you. Senegal, yeah, Morocco, and uh, the likes of Algeria. But let's also not rule out the likes of Cameroon as well as uh, Nigeria. Thank you there, uh, Hadebe. Unfortunately, time is not on our side. Uh, thank you so much for participating on today's program. And that brings us to the end of our show. Signing off in Washington, I am Javokan Nure.